You're listening to the Ready to Go podcast, where we equip Christians to engage culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, it's good to have you with us on the Ready to Go podcast. My name is John Christensen, again, joined by Pastor Dave Gibson. We are in the middle of a series on prayer in Colossians 4, 2 through 6 right now. Dave, last episode, if you missed it, talked about the three attitudes in prayer, being devoted to prayer, being watchful, and being thankful out of Colossians 4, 2. And today we're going to be continuing on to the three aims in prayer. And so let me read Colossians 4, 2 through 6, and then Dave, I'll let you continue unpacking this passage. Colossians 4, 2 through 6 says this, Devote yourselves to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving, praying at the same time for us as well, that God will open up to us a door for the word, so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I have also been imprisoned, that I may make it clear in the way that I ought to proclaim it. Conduct yourselves with wisdom toward outsiders, making the most of every opportunity. Your speech must always be with grace, as though it were seasoned with salt, so that you will know how you should respond to each person. Powerful passage. In the context of the book of Colossians, uh, just a quick review of Paul's writing from a Roman prison, and he's focusing in on the supremacy of Jesus Christ and the sufficiency of Jesus Christ, that we are, we're complete in him, we have complete salvation, complete forgiveness, complete victory, that we can, that I love that uh, scripture in Colossians 1.18, so that in all things Christ might have the supremacy. Uh, when Jesus is Lord in our hearts, he, he sets us on fire, and uh, that love of Christ constrains us to want to share it with other people. And uh, this passage is so great. about We talk about being devoted to prayer and being alert in it, watchful, looking for those opportunities, and, and uh, being thankful, having that attitude of gratitude. Well, today we, we talk about three aims in prayer. Verses 3 and 4, if you have your Bibles, you can look to that. But he says, praying at the same time for us as well, that God will open up for us a door for the word. So that, that's a purpose clause, that we might speak forth the mystery of Christ, for which I'm also, I've been imprisoned. Paul's in a Roman prison at the time, that I may make it clear in the way I ought to speak. Three aims or three things we should pray for, yeah, Paul talks about here. The first thing he prays for is for open doors. Pray that... Paul, here you have arguably the greatest missionary who ever walked the face of the earth next to the Lord Jesus himself. And he says, pray for me. And we should pray for each other. And he said, pray for me that God will open up a door for the ministry of the word, that I could speak forth the mystery of Christ. The first thing he prayed for was for open doors. I pray every day, Lord, make me more like Jesus, but then give me a, an opportunity. Give me an open door. We've talked about praying for Bob before. Lord, give me that burden for the lost. Give me that open door for the gospel. And the great thing about open doors is you don't have to have a special key. You don't have to kick the door down. And I say, look for those natural opportunities to share Jesus. Pray for an open door. And I think that's a prayer the Lord loves to answer. Wouldn't you think that that would be in the Lord's heart when he says he's not willing that any should perish, but all would come to the knowledge of the truth to find a willing ambassador. More people, there's more people willing to hear the gospel than people willing to herald the gospel. We need to pray for those open doors of opportunity. 
open doors uh, in your neighborhood, in your school campus, in the workplace. Uh, I prayed for that on my football team in college, that the Lord would give me a natural opportunity, an open door to share Christ with everybody on that team. And everywhere I go, I'm just praying, open those doors, Lord. If you pray that God will give you that burden and then uh, pray for those open doors, then you better be careful. The result could be life-changing. You just might be surprised how quickly he answers those prayers. And you might be surprised. Be faithful in the little things, and the Lord will trust you with much. And uh, so he says, pray for those open doors of opportunity, then pray for an open mouth that I can speak forth the mystery of Christ. We need to, uh, a lot of Christians have lockjaw. <laughs> and uh, we speak with a muted voice if we speak, speak at all. And uh, we ought to have conviction. The mouth will speak from that which fills the heart, Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, 44 to 46. The good man out of the good treasure of his heart will bring forth what is good. Your mouth will speak from that which fills your heart. You know, we've talked before. I've mentioned this probably in a previous podcast about <clears throat> the way they got the early church to witness. Uh, this is Evangelism 101 in the early church. You just took your hand away from their mouth. They said, we can't stop talking about that which we've seen and we've heard. We need to live it out, first of all. Our, our walk talks and our talk talks, our walk talks louder than our talk talks. You've got to make sure the tongue in your shoe is going in the same direction as the tongue in your mouth. But it is really important that we open our mouths. How will they believe unless they hear? How will they hear without a preacher? How will they preach unless they're sent? How beautiful are the feet of those who bring glad tidings of good news, Romans chapter 10, there are 14 to 17. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of Christ. <clears throat> so we need to pray for those open mouths, open doors, open mouths, and then open hearts that we can clearly present it, that I might clearly proclaim uh, the gospel uh, as I ought to speak. Pray for clarity. In uh, 1 Timothy 2.15 says, We should study to show ourselves approved unto God, workmen who aren't ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, that we know how to communicate the gospel. That's why we have a ready-to-go podcast. And, uh, John, I applaud you in putting this together and helping to provide some uh, equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. So we pray for open doors, open mouths, and then uh, pray for clarity and open hearts that people would uh, be able to respond to the gospel. I uh, Just a quick story. Uh, pray that prayer every day. Lord, open a door for the gospel. And you, uh, I was having breakfast with a really good friend of mine, David Cho, just a, a, a really passionate follower of Jesus. He has some great ministry in some of the immigrant communities here in the Twin Cities. We were having breakfast, and... Uh, as is typical, we prayed for our server and uh, tried to engage her with uh, the gospel, had a real nice gospel conversation with her in a natural way. And uh, not into the buttonhole strategies or dropping gospel grenades on people, but we want to lovingly and appropriately share the good news of Jesus, uh, to let our speech be seasoned with grace. Well, we prayed for each other that day. We said, hey, let's pray that today God will surprise us and open up a door for the gospel. Uh, we prayed, Bob, give us that burden, Lord, and give us an open door and boldness to share. And uh, I went to a funeral of a beloved brother. Uh, he was an elder at Grace Church, Dr. Dick Patterson, 
passed away, and I wasn't officiating the funeral. Uh, Bob Ricker, one of our former senior pastors, was officiating, and I was just there to support the family. He was a veteran, so he was being buried out at uh, Fort Snelling uh, Cemetery, where all the other other military uh, personnel are are buried. And uh, we were there at the graveside, and Dr. Uh, Bob Ricker did a great job with the graveside committal. And while I was standing there, a, a funeral rep who recognized me came up uh, from another gravesite, and he said, Pastor Gibson, are you available? Um, we've got a family over here who came up, most of them from Texas, and there's over 30 of them, and they were expecting to have a priest or a, a pastor or some minister to officiate a ceremony of a committal of one of their loved ones who passed away, and they don't have a minister. Would you come over and share with them? So I grabbed a Bible, and I went over, and uh, I didn't know this person from a hole in the wall, but uh, you pray for an open door for the gospel. I said, well, we just I tried to honor this dear brother, friend. I didn't know if he was a Christian or not, so I didn't want to pretend that he was, but I just honored him, and I provided comfort for the family. And I said, you know, death provides us an opportunity to look at the real issues of life, that life is precious, and the life is temporary. It's a, it's a vapor. It's here today and gone tomorrow. Life is the Jesus, reason Jesus came. And our life here is just a prelude into all of eternity. And uh, eternity is a lot like real estate. Uh, the key to that is location, location, location. I said, if you die today, do you know for certain you'd go to heaven and have eternal life? I said, eternity's way too long to be wrong. And I was able to share the gospel with over 30 people there at the graveside. I didn't feel it was appropriate to give a, a, an invitation to walk forward or give an altar call at a funeral, but uh, gave an opportunity for people to silently, in their own hearts, put their trust in Jesus. So exciting. I called David Cho. I said, David, your prayers are powerful. We prayed for an open door today, and I had a chance to share with over 30 people out here at the graveside here at Fort Snelling. So God is good. Not to us, O Lord, but to your name be the glory. But uh, always be ready to give an account, and even at a funeral, at uh, a graveside committal. And when you start praying for open doors, be ready. God will open those doors. Pray for open doors. Pray for an open mouth. And pray for clarity and that uh, God will give open hearts to respond to the good news of Jesus. That's great, Dave. And that really is our challenge for for you today, is whether you're driving the car or listening at home, whatever it may be, that when we finish this podcast in, in a minute here, that you would just take time to pray and ask the Lord for those three aims that are outlined in, in Colossians 4, 3 and 4, the, for open doors for the gospel, open mouth, and, and for open hearts that will we'll receive the word. So, so glad to have you with us. We will be back next week talking about the three actions in prayer and evangelism, finishing up this series in Colossians 4. So we'll see you then. But until next week, keep sharing Jesus. Let's go.